Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Wrong. Hey, Luciano. What is everybody wrong about this week? Uh, they're wrong about how to be inclusive in a, in a community, specifically in a gaming community, Matt. And I'm, uh, I'm not going to tell you why, because, you know, we figured, you know, it's not very inclusive for two white dudes to talk about other people's problems. So we invited some people that have a more personal and, you know, in-depth stake at this and understanding of this. So we invited uh, a couple of our uh, significant others and also a good friend of ours, Isabel. So I'll introduce everyone. So Isabel is a good friend of ours. Uh, say hi, Isabel. Hello. <laughs> and also invited Laura, who's been here with us before, who's Matt's fiance. Oh, hey. And also for the first time, invited uh, my wife, Fran, who's here beside me. So I, uh, I will just try to set up like the reason why we wanted to talk about this, Matt, and feel free to interject, and then we'll let the ladies give their, their, see, their view on this. So recently, uh, we've seen a lot, of, a lot of the news about people in the gaming community, both you know, streamers and players, as well as like um, executives and, and people from gaming companies being accused of sexual harassment, of sexual abuse, of abusing their power, uh, be it because they're famous or be it because they're powerful within their own company, being accused of, you know, basically mis mistreating uh, people, most of them women, although there are a few cases where it was a, a woman mistreating a man, but for the most part, it was, you know, powerful men um, kind of flaunting their power and, and abusing that in order to get you know, sexual favors are being sexually advan uh, advancing with, with women without their consent. And so we wanted to chat about it, but we felt like, you know, as two white guys, as we often say, we don't really have a good perspective on this. So we wanted to ask people whose skin is on the game. Um, so I don't particularly have anything to say. I'm, I'm here more to ask questions and listen. Uh, Matt, do you want to add any two cents there? Um, I think I would add the reason why we're doing this is because we both care about our, our pastime, sort of the video game community as a whole. Definitely. And, and it would be really poor of us to have this show about how everybody's wrong about things and not tackle important and hard topics like this, because it's not just in game companies, it's in game communities. You know, if you're talking about the Smash scene or the Evo fighting scene, uh, any sort of esports, you heard historically it's been very hard for women to, to gain acceptance, um, and and so we want to use our form to to let people who have, like you said, skin in the game, uh, express their opinions about it. So um, I think at a high level, we can probably just start with, you know, a, a sort of an easy question that I'm sure has lots of complex layers to it, but. Um, all the trouble you've seen in the gaming industry, what what do you think is is the cause for it taking so long for the gaming industry to catch up with the rest of the world? Uh, if I could start out just by saying that I don't think there is a standard to catch up to just yet, because you still are seeing systemic and serial abuse, uh, you know, of power and uh, sexual harassment and all that sort of. Uh, all that stuff, you know, in, in every industry, in every corner of the world. So um, I guess, 
you know, I'm not a, I'm not a gamer as opposed to like Isabel and Fran, but is this something that has just kind of come to light recently? Like there's more and more information about it. I mean, it didn't just start obviously, but is it that there are just a lot of articles recently about it? In general, people are starting to be caught and punished appropriately, whereas historically that's not really happened. And so they're just starting to be punished, not that they're being caught. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, that's that's an important distinction because there has been a, a few of the things that came out where, you know, the, the behavior was happening for years before something happened. It's not like they weren't, like it wasn't known. It was just seen as you have to deal with it, which is actually something I wanted to ask both uh, well, all three of you, but uh, like Fran and, and Isabel, I know you guys are very, uh, very much into games and gaming. So like from your own experience, if you have any, have you seen this kind of thing with you, if you're comfortable saying, or with someone else, a friend, that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quite a few times, actually. Uh, but 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 I think regarding like company, I actually have a... Um... There was a situation when I was working, this was like 11 years ago, I was working at a, um, a game development uh, startup, like an indie thing, pretty small, like it was associated with a lab at a university. And one of those big companies that is actually going around there, uh, the news right now, uh, they were like scouting for different, you know, uh, smaller companies to, so they could bring their bigger company to Brazil back then. And uh, there was this one situation where uh, this person went into the, like our development room and he just looked at me and he was like, oh, a girl, and then took a picture. And uh, yeah, that's uncomfortable. Wow. He just took a picture without asking? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, and I mean, I think it's just, you know, it's un uncommon. Like, it's not something you see every day or whatever, but at least back then. But it makes you feel uncomfortable and I want to be part of that, like being called out just because why <laughs> and you don't even know what they're gonna do with that photo exactly you know like where is it now who's looked at it like that's awful yeah i'm sorry no i i feel like that's something like uh you know they they wanted to i mean they were obviously taking pictures of other things but to show like the company and i don't know if that was supposed to be like a bonus like oh they have a woman here let's you know right the token woman exactly I don't think you need photographic evidence. You can just say there are X number of women working at a company, but definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, 11 years ago, I wouldn't be surprised if someone said that that's, that wasn't true. Just from how much of a, of a sausage party usually is. Yeah. And in games as well, like I stopped playing online, uh, especially because initially it, you didn't have voice, right? So it was okay. You, you weren't called out. Even though, like, sometimes when we make friends in games, right, you start sharing a bit more. And when they learn, uh, it's weird because either they get very, very, like, obsessed in a way. Like, oh, my God, it's a girl. I need to do everything for her and blah, blah, blah. Like, as if they're going to win points with that or something. Or they go the other way around and completely toxic and, you know, just spouting stuff. Yeah. When we started playing uh, with voice, though, it gets really, really nasty because then they feel they have the the right to say whatever they think in their head, especially when you're playing something that uh, men think it's very male-like, 
something like a mm-hmm. shooter or things like that. So they, yeah. they'll go really nasty if they hear your voice and know that you're a woman playing the game. And that's something like I've been playing games for, what, 20 years, uh, multiplayer games. And it was just like it is right now. It didn't change. It didn't get worse. It didn't get better. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it's weird to me as an outsider that it kind of, it just sounds to me like younger kids who are playing these, these online games can get away with saying, oh, you know, like, fuck your mom. And, you know, like they're, they're hurling insults at each other. And then it's just like, let's say 10 kids are doing that, you know, like eight will grow out of it, but two will continue on. And then it like, it just ends up happening against women more than anyone else. Oh yeah, the the layer of anonymity that being behind you know a network connection gives definitely like empowers let's say people to or make them feel like they can do this you know without repercussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, those people are would never you know or most of those people would never do that in in person. Like they would not be that confrontational. They would not be that toxic in person. But have you ever thought why they would not be like that confrontational? That and they are like that in the internet. It's because there is nothing stopping you. Like when you're you're in a group of people and you, you turn to another person and say, hey, you're a dickhead or something. And it was not, you know, in a friendly way. Everyone will look to that person and say, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. And that person will be ostracized somehow. But in the internet, that doesn't happen. Every time I'm playing a game and... Let's say it's me and another four people and one of them is toxic and is being like a dickhead about me being a woman. The other two people won't say anything. So there's no ostracization. There's no, you know, no one saying, hey, this is bad. Don't do that. You you know, there's no consequences. So people aren't even sticking up for you? Yeah. That's wild. If you you stick uh, out for yourself, then you're the bitch. You're, you know, you're not nice. Hey, let's calm down. You know, they will call your attention for for calling out the the, the person that was being toxic. And they will not call out the person. I wonder why that is. Because you're right. Like, in person, like, I know I would definitely... I, I think I would even call it out on the game. But, like, you know, most people would call it out like if someone is being a dickhead in a group of people you know that person is, is gonna hear like what the fuck are you talking about what are you saying yeah there's wonder, some accountability yeah i wonder why that is i feel like it's because i mean since the beginning of the internet you know right it was very niche and and not a lot of people there and there was all this concept of uh how, how do you say uh, you need to have thick skin and that's it like if you if you don't you're just you know you're not strong enough to be playing this or to be in this conversation. Like mm-hmm. this is all, you know, vapor and don't take it seriously. Like there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. I remember uh, when we used to play WoW and friend played with me uh, and we played for a long time. A lot of the things that you would hear, it wasn't, I, I don't think we've ever seen anyone say, Oh, we don't want any women in the guild because we obviously wouldn't have joined those guilds, but I remember we had, we were in three or four guilds, and the main thing that they would say is like we don't want any drama. And I think right. standing yeah. up for yourself like that can be misconstrued or like you know seen as oh they're just being dramatic, right? Yep. Maybe that's what that's beyond stupid, but I, I mean it makes some sort of weird sense, I guess. 
Well, and even you just kind of, okay, sorry, it doesn't make sense. But, um, <laughs> and then you even kind of just skimmed over saying we wouldn't have joined the guilds that said they didn't want women, which is also, it's just crazy. I shouldn't say yeah. crazy. It's wild because it's like, what what difference does it make? You know, if you want to play, then you should be given the opportunity to play. For sure. Yeah. And I think it shows something else that you didn't even realize you were saying, but you, these people are equalizing drama and women, right? Yeah, yeah, Because definitely. they don't, like, do you think if you get into a guild, every guy would get a, a warning that, ah, oh, we don't want any drama. But if you get yeah. a girl, it's something that is always said. Yeah. You see this in, like, other industries as well. You see it a lot in the music industry. You know, you hear about all these women who were divas. And it's like the, right. the men who are quote unquote hard to work with are hard to work with, but the women are divas and they ask too much and you know, they're this and that and you can go on and on and on. It's just like when, when uh, a man is being a dick and you are angry at them and you tell them that they are being a dick and suddenly it's not about them being a dick. It's about you having your period or yeah. you being nasty, exactly. you being a yeah. bitch. It's never them. It's always you. Yeah. Not that a woman cannot be a bitch or something like that, but yeah. why is it related to our uh, period or why is it uh, we are a bitch and a, the guy is not a jerk? You know, it's, yeah. it seems like it's always picked apart more. Yeah, it's like if we're not being feminine and not being a, what would be considered like a good woman, quote unquote, it's like then there has to be a reason. It's like the hormones or something, you know, like we're misbehaving. Yeah, yep. It's... I it's worse than that. I think it's like, if you're being, you know, what those people see as being a woman, then you're being whiny. If you stand mm -hmm. up for yourself, now you're being a bitch. Like it, there's exactly. no winning, right? Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And there's no winning. And like, it, it, you know, to bring it back to the gaming, it just seems that you're getting shit on by all these people behind their anonymous screen names. But then if you're if you get higher up or you you're working in one of the companies then the people with the power within the gaming communities can also you know like fully knowing who they are that they can harass you too and still get away with it so it's like you're damned if you do you're damned if you do <laughs> yeah and it's funny that it's not everywhere that is like that for example when i went to college i went to a college that was very male dense so we mm -hmm. had 150 people on the first year of college and i was and there were only four women i was one of four jesus same and, but we i never felt from the students that we were different you know like they were never like oh you can't do this or you know it, there was never any prejudice from the the the, the students Right. What we had was had to deal with sometimes uh, harassment in a more like romantic kind of way. No one tried anything, but sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, there were comments or you were not supposed to wear a skirt, for example. No mm -hmm. one said that to you, but if a girl showed up with a skirt in class, it would probably have been weird. But, yeah. but there was no, yeah. I was never mistreated in a group of 146 men, you know. Mm -hmm. But when I get into a game where there's like five or six men together and they realize you're the only woman, it seems like their brains go crazy as if you're not supposed to be here, you know? Yeah. Very weird. Yeah, but that's a good point that you brought. I, I had a the similar experience. Like my, you know, everybody in my class or, or above class, like the students themselves were not a problem. 
they were they they treated us very well. But I, I guess the professors like they we had a bit more issue with them. They some of them were very openly sexist, so it was kind of weird. Why yeah. do you think that is? Like just the power dynamic? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if it's the age gap or you know they were way older. But it it was a very weird scenario. I I remember one class uh, we had like you know fifty people in a class. It was and we had like three or four girls or something like that. And uh, suddenly, I mean, he was ranting about some stuff that was not really related to his class. And then everybody was kind of quiet. But then at the end, he was like, oh, uh, and the girls, uh, you're all so quiet. No questions here. You're supposed to be the ones talking and, and all that. And why why point us out, right? Like what four people fuck? in 50. And uh, so it, it's weird. But those kind of things never happen like with the, with the other students that I can remember. But yeah, it was exactly like the romantic stuff. They were very annoying as well. Were they just like always asking you out and that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. I I think there was an expectation. Like, actually, you know what? I just remember, I think the first day of class, because there were four girls in our class and that was like a a record or something. A lot of the seniors, they were like looking through the the glass like, oh, oh my God, girls. Oh, my God. But that was like the, the extent of it. It was like, oh. We're just like always on show. Yeah, it's like I so the like the college I went to was a similar situation. Obviously, I'm not a woman, but there were very few women there. And I don't remember any issue with the students. I certainly never uh, did anything that I can think of that was like that. But I've seen professors be, you know, um, I, I remember once, I think it was calculus, where the, the professor explained something and he, the, there was a girl that was still writing something and he, he went like, oh, do you want me to slow down for you or something like that? It was terrible. Jesus Christ. We, all, we actually booed him in class. Did you? That's good. Yeah, like it, was a not, it wasn't very enthusiastic as a boo, but it was. It's like, come on, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I think the only parallel that I can trace between like, you know, people in sort of like STEM fields and gamers is that they're very, they're not necessarily historically good with women. And so if they feel secure behind, you know, anonymity, they can maybe vent out some frustration or they are thinking, they think they're being charming. They think they're being, you know, nice or trying to make the women feel as if they're part of the the group or being one of the guys. No. I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. if that's true, then like we should just like everybody at any point, just let them know that they're not, you know, like <laughs> how do you, how do you stop that culture kind of thing? Cause like, I'm, you know, I understand the instinct and the impulse to kind of make excuses for them and, you know, see that side. But the thing is, it's like, why is it so many men? It's, you know, and it's the guys who, slide into your dms or follow you home or at the bar like touch you a little too long it's not and then in gaming like it's the ones who are just coming after you after they find out you're a woman like so every single male feels insecure which is like for me it's part of feminism that we need to start at the at the beginning you know with young young boys to kind of make them more a little bit more emotionally um secure because like I don't I don't want this like I don't want to be a 35 34 year old woman and having guys be like well maybe it's just because like 
they think they're being good with women, but they're not. It's like, no, like they need to know that they're making us feel uncomfortable. For that sure. we're, we're not just here to be hit on or to be made fun of or to like stay in the kitchen and, you know, make sandwiches. Like, it's just, it's just not enough for me anymore to kind of be like, well, you know, maybe it's this. It's like, nah, over it. Uh, even if it is, it's not an excuse, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't want to feel like shit because this guy thinks he's being a nice guy. Like, I don't care anymore. You know what I wish we would have? Some kind of classes from the very beginning of school where they teach people to be good human beings, you know, like how to treat another people without bullying them, how to uh, treat a woman without being, uh, you know, a chauvinist. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And even like treating them as if they are too, uh, uh, how can I say this without the... delicate? Yeah. We are like normal people, right? Yeah. We're not yeah. like more delicate or less delicate. We're just people. Yeah, I think I think a class in school would definitely help. But it's also, you know, the parents because, you know, it's one thing to learn something in class and in school and that environment be okay. But it's when you go home and you live out in the world that it's you see the complete opposite happening or, you know, some variation of the opposite. But but how do you do you expect to uh, teach people that are in their ways a very long time in tell me yeah this. yeah no I know. my father is like this and i really would like him to stop being like this you know he's very yeah. so how do i do i teach an old man that he's being you know an idiot how, how do you do that i mean i think it's uncomfortable but i think you just need to keep keep at it and you know like not letting things slide and just kind of being like this makes me feel like this you know i mean obviously it's not this is not going to happen in every single situation. I'm not perfect. I don't do it every single time. I definitely let things slide, but I'm trying more and more to just be like, like, no, this is not right for you to say that. So just bringing it a little back to the gaming part of this. So I think it's a good idea and I don't know if this is ever going to happen, but I think it's a good idea to try to teach boys before they become men to you know, like Fran says, just to being better human beings. I wonder what do you guys think would be something that could be done now for, you know, the older men who aren't necessarily going to learn easily how to change their ways? Like, what are some of the things that you guys think could be done to improve this? I mean, some kind of punishment? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ban that's them. very unlikely, but something I think men can do, and and that's like every man out there, they when they're they see the situation happen, like a guy starts to be uh, nasty during a game to somebody else just because you know they want a, a scapegoat, because that's usually what happened. The game is going bad. You need a scapegoat. The woman is there. She's perfectly. Re- a, a, ta- a good target for that. And mm-hmm. when you see that happen, instead of First, instead of fighting, because I don't want anyone to fight my battles for me, but instead of fighting, just say, hey, hey, that's not that's not cool. Let's calm down. Let's stop this. And if the the other person doesn't stop, you don't have to simp and, you know, like be total, totally a jerk and start fighting or anything like that. But just say, I'm sorry this is happening for the girl because, you know, it is uncomfortable. It's not nice at all. And... I think if 
someone sees this happening every game where he starts to attack someone. It doesn't have to be a girl too. It could be another guy. And if you see they attack some somebody else and someone is always telling them it's not okay, at some point they're going to stop doing it because they're going to feel ostracized. And that's exactly like that's exactly why I I want this to stop because I remember when I first started, you know, playing video games or other there are other things that I that I do that are very male dominated unfortunately and whenever there was a girl I was excited I was like, oh good a girl but that's not generally what happens right and you're right I think if if we don't solve this like we've had a big insurgence of, of women you know started to play and a lot of them doing this professionally and I think it's awesome but I don't see them continuing with that if if they feel like not safe what we usually do is we mute ourselves. So usually you're going to see someone that doesn't speak on chat, who doesn't, you know, mention things. That's usually because we are a woman and we don't want to, you know, get bothered by other people. I saw many, many people talking about this in Twitch uh, when they were t- when this thing came out and everyone was talking about gaming and, and the issues they har- in harassment during gaming and stuff like that. It was usually... You know, I just don't talk. I kept, uh, uh, I just keep quiet, or I'll use text instead of voice, and yep. you know, make sure no one can know that I am a woman. And that's, that's sad. That's really, really sad because we are not enjoying the game at, at the fullest, and we are always, you know, a little anxious that we're gonna be blamed for everything when we're playing or that some guy is going to start saying some nasty stuff, sexual, sexual nasty stuff. I had that before where the guy was like telling me what he want to do while we were playing a game that had nothing to do with sex. So is there, you know, sorry to interrupt. Is there like some sort of, you know, quick, um, like something that you could tell the game developers or whoever it is that you're being harassed? Or do you, would you have to go through, you know, their HR and write them an email and all that sort of thing? Uh, usually there is a, a way that you can flag that someone did something, but they don't do anything unless there's proof, which is fair. The thing is when it's uh, it happens in voice, voice is very uh, demanding on, on data. Yeah. And they would have to keep logs of everything to be able to go there and check if someone did something. So they don't do that. And therefore, there's if someone said something at, in voice chat, it usually is completely fair game. No one was gonna help you. No one's gonna do anything. No. What what needs to happen? Does anybody think? I mean, I think all opinions are valid on this. For men to stick up for women in the audio chats of these games. Uh, that is a good question. Uh, Matt, you have an idea? Well, I mean, it's, it's gonna be a hard one to answer because, you know, you're looking at people who are doing this for relaxation, and, and the majority of people have shown a lack, a lack of care in general on these topics, whether it's even for men being abusive to other men, um, let alone men being abusive to women. And so, what you need is you need to have a community that polices itself and a community that prides itself or um, looks after people. It, it's 
somebody has to start doing it. And I think the game makers really have to start, you know, policing their communities and having a more active role in them. I think, you know, the question previous was, you know, can you, if someone says something nasty to you in a game, can you report them to the game developer? Historically, the game developers haven't done anything about that stuff. They, they don't care. They are, uh, they don't want to piss off their, their gaming base. So they won't uh, take steps to, to make changes. And I think the incentive there has to be that if they don't do something, then they should lose customers. They should lose people. So I think the best thing you can do is stop playing their games. Um, but in order to get individuals to, to step up and, and defend the people they play with, that comes down to individuals like myself or, or Luciano calling people out. And it's hard, but but if you want to build a safe space where you can play with all your friends, somebody has so to start tough, doing it. tough question. And Have you guys ever called anybody out? Uh, yeah. Maybe not all the times that I should have, but yeah, I, I've definitely called people out. Not like Frances, not just because someone was being like nasty to a woman specifically, but just being toxic in general. I think, you know, the the toxicity uh, that is prevalent right now in gaming is it doesn't it doesn't affect only women, although women are generally women and, and you know, people of other minorities are probably the biggest targets. But it still happens even if it's just a bunch of white dudes playing together. So I think um, I think I th I've seen Matt do that as well. Matt, feel free to chime in. But I think we can do more, and I think more people can do it as well. Yeah, I mean, when I was playing WoW, I ran a guild, and, and there was a couple situations where we had uh, couples, and, and the guy was being very toxic, and, and you know we, we kicked the guy out because he was being, you know, a piece of crap to, to people in our guild and, and the, the female membership in our guild, like saying specific, all the hateful things, you know, you've heard, you guys have covered already. He was doing that. And so, you know, that was unacceptable for us. So we, we did what we can, but I think where I would fall flat and I think maybe Luciano can also agree is I don't put that out there when I play a game, I will react if someone's doing something. I play in such an insular world now that, you know, I play with people that I respect and they respect me. But if I'm only staying within my little pocket and not pushing that out into the greater world, I'm not helping. I'm not helping make the game a safer space because I'm just basically by inactivity saying, I'm fine with whatever you do in your space, just don't come into mine. And I think that's a huge problem in the gaming industry in general. Yeah. A lot of people, me included, uh, I just get away from multiplayer games really and just play on my own, which, you know, you can, you can dive into the other side of this, which is, you know, the, the gaming companies and the executives of said gaming companies being pieces of shit too. But, but yeah, I, I've definitely sort of stepped back from playing multiplayer games. And that's definitely, if I'm a dissenting voice there in, in the sense that I would, you know, not let things like this slide if i'm not there then i'm not helping that's for sure yeah i think the, the it's a good first step for these gaming companies to start walking the walk and talking the talk and and respecting their employees and making the right decisions because if you start showing better representation of how you treat women in your businesses and you start putting them in your games and and main characters are female um, and they're shown in a variety of different roles, it will force 
a lot of these people to come out of their shells and either get kicked out of, uh, if they're bad, get kicked out of gaming or be ostracized out of gaming, or maybe it'll bring more women who, who feel they should be in this industry or in playing video games, make them feel like they're able to join and it will help start to sway the, the larger amount of people who are toxic from being in this in this community and start to realize this isn't the community for them or this community is no longer going to stand up for their nonsense. Um, Because historically, you know, there have been games that have featured women as, you know, scantily clad, you know, this, the, you know, RPGs are like men wear full plates of armor and women wear bikini armor and and that nonsense. And that stuff has to change, right? All those little things add up to making, to making it a space that's safe for other people when they're shown in, in an equal light and not as, you know, another token item. Those are, those are important points. Absolutely. But I think the main important point is to punish those who are doing the harassing and kick them out and letting them know that there's no place for them in gaming. And then because it's so infuriating to me to think that game developers don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever, because it's so short sighted if they got rid of these people, imagine what a more inclusive community they could be creating and how many more women would join. And, you know, the problem is like with, with a company like, like Twitch, for example, um, they obviously depend on the people doing the streaming to make money. And a lot of the accusations that we've seen were against people who are very, very popular in Twitch. And so there is a, this pervasive thought Obviously, nobody confirmed it, but there is this pervasive thought that they they didn't want to stir the pot there because if they banned, you know, a, a, a streamer who's very famous, they would be losing that much money, right? So it's not just about you know when you said it's yeah. a popular person in my head, I said so. You know, this person isn't the only person who, or you know, these people aren't the only people who could ever be popular. Like, you know, there might be some women out there, or people of color, or. Uh, LGBTQ, BIPOC people who aren't joining because they see the harassment that's going on and they would be just as equally popular or fun to watch, but we'll never get the opportunity to see them because they don't want to dive into this this situation. For sure. Yeah. Um, But it's, you know, and we like three of us work together here, right? And we, we're not even in a gaming, uh, um, company and we still see the poor decisions being made just from fear of losing money so i what i'm saying is it it's definitely wrong but i don't it's not surprising to me that they're being shits about this right the same with you know a company like ubisoft where you know most of the the upper echelon of management is just it's not it's not just about being just guys it's just white guys right and they had to be called out the guy that was putting together the the editorial group i think they're called some like the the employees were like, "Have you looked at this, this group? It's seven dudes, white dudes. Like, what the hell? Where is inclusivity?" And and they always like Matt says, like they always walk the talk to talk, right? Oh yes, we should be more inclusive. Oh yes, we should, you know, definitely uh, put some variety, blah blah blah. But it never really happens unless shit really hits the fan, like it did with them, right? It, it takes years of of women and and other minorities suffering under the thumb of, of that stupidity before something is done. Right. So I like, there's a, a whole, and like to Matt's other point of, you know, women in games being characterized as the sexualized thing or 
this object of adulation or adoration, not as a human being or as a person. All of those things, I think, add up to why it's so hard to break away from it. And and I I am for one, I'm not sure exactly what other than, you know, speaking with our wallets and not buying those games and, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't know what else we could do. I think that's why, for for example, like the the recent like a uh, Last of Us Two, right? Uh, it, it is a game that actually attempted to break a lot of those stereotypes, and it was getting so much like lame hate just because they couldn't ogle to the you know character like, oh, she's hot, no, she's not, she's buff, or she's just you know a, a small person or or not conventional beauty, and all those things. Like I, I see a lot of hate that that seems to be stemming from that as well. For sure, yeah. Hey, did no. you play the game, Isabel? What? Did you play Last of Us too? Yeah. So, like, do, would you say that you know? And we're not here to evaluate the game itself, but like having those sort of unconventional or you know not as common characters, that do you think it affected the story either way or the gameplay either way or? Not at all, actually. And uh, I mean, affected in my perception, like I liked it because I, I, I'm tired of seeing the same things over and over again. So, for example, uh, you know, Abby, like being the buff, straight woman, that was awesome for me. That's something that I, I wish I could see more often because we usually have like uh, the, the, the herons being like very uh, big breasted and stuff. And that's you know, not not something that you expect. And I don't think it took anything away from the story. It just added more. It added more layer. And, and you could make them men as well, right? It doesn't matter. Like, the, the core of the story is... is it's... How, how can I say? The gender itself of the characters don't really affect it in a way. And I think that's what we need to happen more. We need to have more characters that are just there and it doesn't matter what they are or, or you know, who they are. Yeah. That's another thing. Why why every game doesn't have the option of letting me play with a woman or a man? I mean, yeah. I feel more comfortable playing as a woman. Every time there's like I'm, I'm I have to play with a man, I feel disconnected from the game. It's not me. When I look at the mirror, I'm a woman, not a man. So why can't I have that option every time I'm going to play a game? It there it's it makes a little bit harder, I agree, but it's not horribly harder you make it not gender specific so perhaps if we had the opportunity to play with everything like if i want to make a, a a gay guy be my my main character why can't i you know or maybe i want to i don't know it, they, they don't include everything you cannot be usually a black woman playing a game you can't be yeah. you know lgbt in in any way it's it's usually very very uh the the, like the cordoned off yeah it's like you have to be a male there's gonna probably be some sort of romantic interaction where you're probably gonna sleep with one or two women and that's it you don't have anything else there are some games that that you have the option and it's so much better than the the regular game we find yeah representation there. matters yeah so if, if you play games and you're always seeing 
uh, the, the women in the game being sexualized all the time, obviously you're going to feel like it's okay to sexualize women all the time because you're like spending eight hours a day watching that. So maybe not do that helps. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think that is a, uh, you know, that there's more to discover here. You know, I, I, the question I would ask to, to Laura and Isabella is, you know, what other things should be done in, in the gaming, you know, community, whether it's making games or, or the people playing them and how they treat their, their fellow gamers, what other things can we do to improve the situation now? I'll let Isabel, you go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, I, I guess now, honestly, it's the, you, you kind of need to, to like Laura was saying, like we need to punish in, in a way that is visible for everyone. And I feel like, it, it's we need to break down the toxic culture, right? The acceptance that it's okay to you for you to just go around spouting whatever, not just for women, but for everybody. If you break, if you start calling out the toxicity and, and in, in any in any you know way you view it, like be it for another guy calling out another guy who with something that you know just spouting curses and stuff. Um, I think that's the beginning, and then escalating that to like the business level, right? Like, okay, you start with the the core. Once everybody that is playing is kind of like in the same uh, headspace, I think that starts to naturally go to the, the company as well. I mean, at least if you force it, right? Yeah. Um, again, the punishing. But, you know, I wonder if something could work where there are some websites where if you're in a domestic uh, abusive relationship, you can go to the website, you click a button, you know, letting the police know or whoever know that you need you need help. And then the website kind of goes away so that your partner can't see it. Um, so I was, you know, could there be something like that in gaming where a woman could like press a button, a moderator could come in, uh, you know, kind of have a listen to what's going on. And then you could, go from there in terms of banning, suspending, you know, whatever the, the, the party who's doing the harassing. Within a game, it's definitely possible, but you know, it depends on the developers putting that in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause even just having that That's would make really women feel problem. better, more confident and comfortable playing. And it might even just having that might thwart some people from being harassing, you know? Just the idea of being able to be I, I caught. Yeah, I guess the problem is not even reporting it. Is is having your report do something, yeah. right? Because I guess sure you could you could perhaps re, uh, record what you're you know listening to and the other person harassing you, and then you send that off somewhere. But once you send that off, you need to have a feedback. Yeah. Like you need you need something to happen, and that needs to be clear for everyone. And I guess maybe that's where the problem lies nowadays. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm wondering if you could have a moderator come in, you know, like if you're on a Zoom call and you can ask the host of the Zoom to come into your breakout room. So something like that. And then the moderator can hear it themselves and, you know, kick them out on the spot. Just kind of take immediate action. Yeah. The, the, I, I think that would be good. That would be some investment on the, like the developer, the game developer side. But I think it's worth it. Because what I know is, uh, and I've read this, I don't remember where now, I wish I did. Um, but I remember some moderators saying that they are instructed to, you know, only act if it's something super 
obvious and like, you know, like slurs and that kind of stuff because they're afraid that players would leave if they thought any small mistake or whatever that they made would be punished with a ban or something. I don't remember why I read this. But that just, it just like but tells remember, women that you're not worth it. It just does. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that, that was going to be my segue. It's just a terrible way of, of, you know, teaching someone who's supposed to be impartial and, and moderating something to say, you know what? Don't, don't be as that impartial, maybe. You know, that's terrible. Yeah. So I think it would have to be like, like what you said, Laura. It can't just be a report the way that it is right now because I know most of the multiplayer games have a system where you can report other things, even like cheating and that kind of stuff. But um, a lot of the time is what, how Isabel said. Like you report it, even like sometimes, you know, I'm playing and then someone like starts cursing or doing whatever and you report, okay, this guy was griefing or this guy was being a jackass and, and making everybody, you know, uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. Nothing happens, right? And that's, that's where I think your idea of a moderator coming in at the exact time and then... It's not always possible, but like coming in and listening to it. We've seen it happen on WoW where you have, you know, the general chat on WoW where everybody that's connected to that server can chat. And that's a lot of people. And the the moderators are lurking there quiet. And uh, we've seen it like work where they're, you know, just watching and then someone does something that's not supposed to be done and they get banned yeah. on the spot. So I guess I guess it's investment from the game companies really yeah. that's, that we need in that sense. It's investing in women and other minorities too, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's funny because you think, oh, women uh, a minority. Sure, fifty percent of the population is a minority. What kind of math is that? Crazy. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are worse things happening than with women in this kind of game. You have to think that this game kind of game attracts children, and children are hearing stuff that they shouldn't and they are being subject to adults that are not nice in many ways and it, it even in those uh things that happened on uh last this last few weeks on the me too movement there were there, there was this gigantic uh operation from the cops in the united states and they got a lot of twitch people that were using twitch and other games to uh, have sex with children so that kind of thing children need to be protected in this kind of thing too and it's not only women it's not only minorities it's children everyone's kids could be there playing a game and suddenly there's a, a predator there doing things that he shouldn't that's disgusting yeah so do we uh does anybody have any other parting shots matt you've been quiet you want to add something Nope. I, um, I'm here to listen, not really to expose my ideas. So fair enough. Ladies. I'm good. No, I think, I mean, I could go on, on and on, but no, for now, for now, no, nothing, nothing further. Isabel. This is such a broad topic. I mean, yeah, we could talk forever about it, but, um, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, it's not nothing that I didn't know existed. I didn't know it was this bad. But reading about it this past few weeks have how, you know, like Fran said before, 
we think it's getting better. It's not really. It's just the same, and then it surfaces, and then it goes back. I, I, I'm honestly at a loss as to what I can personally do to help. But you know, hopefully, I guess, like, I guess, you know, for me, if, if you can commit to reading all the stories there are about these harassers, and then also in any situation that you see, if you could call them out, I mean, that's that's a great start. Yeah, I, I would say it's the bare minimum, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think what Fran said, uh, like about the predators on Twitch and stuff, and I guess that's also part of the problem, like young kids going in and learning the, you know, go, going through the cycle again and learning all the bad things from the other people. And that's why you see so many teenagers being so obnoxious online and saying whatever they want because they are, they have that freedom. And so we don't, we don't cut that loop that they are learning like the bad behavior, you know, that toxic, oh, this is games and you need to be like this in a game. And so I guess, I don't know, how do we stop kids from being, you know, jerks? <laughs> I mean, you start with the parents, I guess, but you know. Well, you just have to have accountability online because, I mean, they may be a sweet baby angel to their parents and their grandma and then, you know, go online and call people pussies. And so it's like the people online have to hold them accountable. Yeah. yeah, and I think it needs to be more than just the community. Like, I would love to see punishment happen for that kind of stuff where someone is blocked out of their, you know, relaxation, as Matt put it, their, their leisure activity because they were jerks to other people doing the same. And now they can't because they're blocked for a while. I think that would be a deterrent. Because like, yeah. at the end of the day, what I wish would happen is that people would become better at and being, you know, okay and, and dealing as better human beings with other human beings. But I will settle for it not happening. Even if people think it, they just think it in your head. I don't give a shit. Just don't do it. Right. It's not perfect, but it's better than what it is right now. Yeah, it is a fine line between thinking it and doing it, though. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have anything else to add. I spoke a lot more than I expected, actually. Not that that's surprising for me. <laughs> uh, I do have a question. Do you guys think that because one of the problems as well, at, at least in gaming, is that since the the beginning, it was always like marketed for boys. Right. And I guess that's also something that society ends up, uh, you, you know, associating it a lot with the toxic mas masculinity and stuff. Do, do you think that maybe if we were to, you know, just make make everything genderless, like treat people, you know, teach people emotional uh, behaviors and and remove like gender specific things from items? And wouldn't that also help fixing the problem? I think it would open the market for more people. Like, uh, I think I would be more, more, I would feel okay trying new things that are not, you know, men related. They are just regular things. But at the same time, I don't think it will stop the toxicity, you know, and a lot of people won't play this kind of thing because of the toxicity because it's it's supposed to be relaxing and it's not relaxing at all when when you, when people are attacking you in a game just because you're you and i don't mean only for a female but for um 
people in minorities is it's pretty nasty some of the stuff i see happening when they're playing and suddenly someone realizes they are in a minority and then it's wow it's it's really really nasty yeah and so if we don't deal with the toxicity making it genderless genderless it will not help much but if they did that i'm pretty sure the companies would get a lot of more, more money because there, there would be a lot more people open to try stuff so isabel do you mean like for example um the way that things are marketed like so you build even even outside of gaming but like you make a uh, uh something merchandise of some kind and then it's geared towards a specific gender is that what you mean yeah oh, I see. And, not, and not only that i feel like i mean things that we associate right to specific genders like oh uh man can't cry or things like that right i feel like they they are a lot of the root causes of, of these um i would say this rage and this difference like if if kids were raised like in a more you know, freeway, like in a, not put into little boxes, it feels like some of these issues wouldn't be as, you know, people would be more willing to stand up to other people and things like that. But also the marketing, like it, it, it's, it's a cycle, right? Like the marketing says this is for a girl and then society kind of like cycles through it. And I'm, I'm pointing at my camera and there's no camera. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. I think it's a, a little, I, I saw an example of this this week where people were talking about how uh, hunting was always a male thing. Everyone considered, you know, archery weapons, all male things. And then suddenly they saw, they, they got that, uh, those movies where there's the Catris, Cat Catnip, Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah. Then they had Hunger Games where the girl is like, an ace with a bow and then suddenly a whole market opened up with girls wanting to learn archery learn how to use a bow and it's suddenly no longer a male thing it's a genderless thing and it's awesome and i think in that way it would help but if we don't solve the toxicity it people won't feel comfortable doing things yeah every time you went to a place where you want to play your your bow and the guys are always being nasty to the girls right because they don't want them there and, and don't think that this doesn't happen because most likely it does in gaming for sure that i i would so say that's the that's thing, the like, thing. again like representation matters right like that's exactly it like little girls saw this powerful woman using a weapon on screen in a non-sexualized way and you know there you go and now everybody wants to do it. And so I think it's like, it all, it all comes down, you know, like the toxic masculinity and then the representation. It's just, it's all these systems have to interact. And I think it really starts, you know, like Fran was saying earlier, if we could have, you know, a, a morals or an ethics course, you know, when they're young and just like letting boys know that it's okay to cry and, you know, you know, like don't call people pussies or bitches or whatever when they're showing emotion. And then it just like, that will just, ripple ripple into their adulthood and i think that would show great not not repercussions what's the opposite word of repercussions <laughs> great strides in <laughs> you know in gaming and in life in general yeah and to isabel's point um there's a lot of 
stigma both ways, right? With the, right, crying is one for men, for example, but there's mm -hmm. opposite ones, right? Oh, women can't whatever be strong. Like the Last of Us Two is a perfect example, right? There's a character who's a you know more buff or has you know has some more muscle because it makes sense for her, and now suddenly she's like sexless or she's less than a woman or whatever, and those things permeate. They go from the characters in the game to the way you interact with, you know, other women elsewhere. And I think it's, I was thinking of, you know, the gaming community as, as a pocket where we could make strides there. But I think one thing that I've, from listening to you guys talk, I think one thing that's going to have to happen is, is a more societal thing needs to happen. It can't just stay on one pocket of, of a thing to make that a, like a big change. Unfortunately, I would say. I, I disagree. I think we can start doing stuff now in our own community, regardless of how quickly the world wants to catch up. For We're sure. For the we world can't do it. stuff. Nothing's ever going to change, right? Agree, agree. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying thinking that we're going to solve just that pocket alone is not going to happen. It has to be, we have to do that on our community and all the communities that we're in, not just gaming. That's what I mean. Yeah, but it never hurts to start something. For sure. Um, so, uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. It's, uh, it's been a good conversation. Uh, and like, uh, I think we've all said it at one point, we can talk about this for ages. Um, but, uh, thank you ladies for your, uh, your participation, your insight. Um, I, uh, I hope I learned something today. I think I did. Um, any last thoughts, Matt? I think everyone should take the time to listen to the women in their lives and understand where they're coming from and the stuff they're facing so they can help be real allies instead of just saying, you know, I have a wife, I have a daughter. I would never do those things because that shit's boring and stupid. Yeah. Isabel, any last words? Nope, but thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Laura? No, just thanks for having me back, guys. And yeah, read, 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 listen, listen, listen. Fran? I think it's more than just read and listen and try to be a better human being for everyone. It doesn't have to be women. It can be children. It can be everyone. Just let's try to be better than we are right now. And thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, all three of you. Um, so... If you'd like to contact either me or Matt, or if you want to contact the ladies, or we can, you know, forward it to them. As long as you're able to spell your wrong cast at gmail.com. If you can't, we really don't want to hear from you because you're an idiot. Um, but for now, I'm Luciano. I'm still Matt. Uh, yeah, and we're here to tell you with, uh, with all of these that, uh, you know, feel free to have your own opinion as long as you know forever and ever that it's probably, actually, it is wrong. We'll see you next time. <laughs>